Hey everyone, welcome to Nerdy AF. My name is Kayla. And I'm Finch. And we're here today to talk about a up-and-coming artist named Kit Kat Builds, otherwise known as Kat. So we got to have her on the show. Um, it was really wonderful being able to sit back and talk with her about how she kind of got into the nerdum world. And she's a huge Star Wars fan. That's kind of where she like sits a lot with her interests, uh, which you can definitely see when it comes to her page. Like she does cosplay. She does more of the the foam working. Again, we we always marvel at that when you know when it comes to making some new things. Um, and she also really likes Legos. So it was kind of fun to kind of see where all of her passions lie and, and what she's working on right now. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, you know, uh, doing this podcast, we talk to a lot of EVA foam builders, 3D printer builders, people who sew, all those kinds of things. And she is really skilled at EVA foam and she's relatively new to it. Like she just kind of picked it up and just went off. Um, and so she's a lot of fun to follow. She's a super sweet person. Um, you know, her, her Instagram and her Instagram stories are like the project she's working on are a lot of fun to see. Uh, and we were like super happy that she sat down and decided to talk to us because, you know, it's always kind of cool to see those like, you know, new cosplayers or who are, you know, new to building these kind of things and just getting a start and like their progress and especially great progress made in such a small amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. And we were just talking about it before we started recording that she got her account set up in May. And we're in June, the end of June, as we're finishing up this episode, and she's already had 600 followers. So it shows that, like, it shows her talent right there, right off the bat. Um, So she makes great stuff. And she also has quite a bit of a presence on TikTok, too. So if you guys are interested in checking her out or giving her a follow, check both of those platforms, Instagram and TikTok, which we talked a lot about during the podcast, too, of how different that can be for what kind of audience you're trying to reach. So, you know, a lot of the people who are listening to us find us through Instagram. So, you know, trying to switch up the avenues might be something that's really fun for you guys, too, to see exactly what you can explore or find, which, like I said, we talk about it and what kind of aspects that can appeal to you in the podcast. So, you know, without further ado, let's get nerdy AF. Okay. Okay. Um, so we are finally all here assembled. Obviously, my wonderful co-host Kayla. Um, I am here, Finch, and we are joined by Kit Kat Builds, and we are very excited to have you here on the show. Um, we were talking a little bit like uh Kayla, you missed it. I was talking to her just before um we started recording and just before you got on. That uh the thing that blew me away about Kat, like the second I saw her. I didn't even look at her profile. Like I just saw her profile picture and it was like a split amalgamation of Ahsoka Tano and Bo-Katan, which was perfect because as anybody who knows me or even looks behind me knows that I'm like a big Ahsoka Tano fan and Kayla is a huge Bo-Katan fan. And actually like her profile picture, which is like, if you go look at it, folks, it's like half Ahsoka Tano and half Bo-Katan. That was like, that design was like something that Kayla and I like were toying around the idea of getting like as a mutual tattoo as like a friendship thing. Um, So I knew um cat when i saw like just your profile picture i'm like she's gonna be awesome she's got to be awesome look at your profile was not disappointed um you do a lot of really neat stuff um so one of our favorite questions that we love to ask here on the podcast is that when it comes to 
the nerdiness and having your nerdy card. Can you remember a time in your life when that kind of all began for you? My goodness. <laughs> I don't the think I remember questions. like the specific day, but I kind of remember like the age that I was. I was probably like seven years old when my dad first showed me. It was it was the prequels and I was hooked. I really, really liked it. I remember going to school and trying to explain to the other girls, like, no, guys, forget forget about Barbies. It's all about Star Wars. And they were like, no, it's not. You're weird. <laughs> and then school was very hard after that, but I'm not going to get into that. Um, but yeah, I was, I was little. I was, I was quite little. And then it would go away for like some time because you're, you're a kid. You kind of get fascinated with like different things, but it would always come back. And I feel like since like college, I was like, no, this is like my thing for life. Like, this is my thing. Like when you think cat, you think Star Wars. And that's, that's pretty much how it is. Like all my friends, they'll be at the store and if they see something like they'll either buy it for me and like, just give me like little Star Wars like things or just send me a picture. So yeah, it's been like 20 years maybe of nerdiness. We uh we love it. We're all about it. We're uh, so that's good. Like from from childhood forward, that is great. Um, I, I think and I think you are weird. Your classmates were correct, but that's a good thing because that's what we're all about here. And I think every single one of us in the nerd community has one of those like childhood stories of like, yeah, there was a period where it wasn't great for me, but uh, that uh, that just makes it all the more cooler because we stuck with it. Yeah, that's I right. agree. Especially when you had college, like you said, that's very, you know, transformative of where you're either the person you thought you were, or you do a complete 180 rehaul, and then you're kind of, you're someone completely different once you're out on your own. But if you maintain it, obviously, um, it, it's a for life for at that point. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What um, what uh, made you want to get into cosplay? It's actually quite recent. Like I, I'm sure you guys have people over in the show that are have been doing it for years. But um, maybe like two months ago, I was going to go to this convention, and I was like, I don't have a costume, but I really wanted to go in like Mandalorian armor, and um, so I went on Etsy like to see how much like the 3D printed kits were, and it was like ridiculous, like over a thousand dollars for a decent armor, and I, I was like, let me just tried to do it like i really quickly like google like what's a cheap way to make a mandalorian armor and i found eva foam which i had never even heard of before and i ordered a bunch and i just sat down in like my diner dining room table and i made it and i was like that was surprisingly easy and then i started making other stuff and i guess i'm pretty good at it but i've been doing it for like two months <laughs> You know, there's there's really great resources, thankfully. You know, I, I think about like the OG people who started way back when like EVA film was kind of, you know, being crafted, probably more for like theater stuff, but then using it for their own devices and then trying to be really creative and then, you know, give their expertise online. But, you know, how Finch and I started too is we ended up having to watch so many tutorials and really get in the zone. So, like for me, it was even before I had a printer. Um, so it's, it's really nice to be able to tackle it. And then once you get started again, this is kind of what our podcast is for is figuring out what worked for you, what didn't work for you, what you learned that way we can kind of keep crafting and sharing that with other people. So then, you know, it's, it does end up being a lot easier versus mm -hmm. like 
just looking at foam being like, I have to make this in something. No idea which tools or which skill set would be the best for it. But that, that sounds really cool that you just kind of took it in your own hands. And, you know, EVA foam is its own beast that requires a lot of creativity versus just finding a file, printing it and painting it mm-hmm. and everything in between. Let me uh, let me say, Kayla, th- and this is going to come as news to you and listeners of our podcast are going to consider me a Judas for this. Um, <laughs> I have spent the last two days for the very first time really getting into EVA foam and like really building <laughs> something out of EVA foam for the first time. Because see, K- Kayla and I met because we were both 3D printers, like we like doing the 3D printed props and stuff like that. And that's how I first got into cosplay was 3D printing things. Um, and I'd never, ever mess with EVA foam before. I would see other people who do amazing things with EVA foam. And I'm like, wow, that's like a skill set that's outside of my wheelhouse. I'm going to stick to what I know. Um, but I'm working on a cosplay. And I knew that what I wanted to do, I, I was going to have to EVA foam it. I was not going to be able to 3D print it. First of all, because there were no files. And it has so many moving parts to it. It's basically like a mechanical, like cybernetic arm. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to have to EVA foam this. I've spent the last two days EVA foaming. And let me tell you, I am a convert. I am 100% a convert to EVA foam. Everybody listening to this podcast who got into it because we talk about 3D printing all the time are going to be like, you son of a bitch. But I am not <laughs> joking. Like, because Kayla, you know what it's like. Like you 3D print, like let's say you want to 3D print something. You sit there, you wait 18 hours for it to come off the printer. And then you realize like something's wrong with it. It didn't print right. You know, something layer shifted. Oh, you got all these, or maybe the scale, maybe you messed up the scale or whatever. You got to start from ground zero again, right? And start reprinting it. EVA foam, I made a wristband and realized I screwed it up. And within 15 minutes, had made a second one. Like, <laughs> you can't argue with that kind of like yep. time, you know? And I, granted, it's going to take a while. I think, I think when it comes to EVA foam, you have to have a lot more like hand skill in terms of like, because you're adding all the details and everything yourself. You can't just like, print something that's highly detailed and then sand it and paint it. Um, but as of right now, I'm I'm fully on board with that. Yeah, I like EVA foam too. I've used it a couple times and like if you screw up, you can just heat gun over it and try again basically uh, when it comes to a lot of like the shaping and the molding. And I might have to take both of your guys' expertise because there there's an armor set that I'm working on um, potentially getting commissioned for me. But, you know, the one downside with 3D printing is how stiff and uncomfortable it can be. And I'm not going to get into the whole molding process because that takes, you know, eons and a lot more money than I have. But they're like, you know, chess pieces in particular are really important to be flexible, movable. And with 3D printed armor, it just swells against you when there's heat and everything. And it's just so uncomfortable. But like, I want to do like a good chest armor piece that is probably going to be made, you know, I might 3D print some of like the detailed armor pieces like uh like shoulders arms gauntlets and stuff and then like maybe even the detailing to then like heat the foam and then press against it to kind of get the the negatives or whatever and like lay it over something but at that point you know some things are just ridiculous to try to 3d print like a whole chest piece when you're gonna be moving all day is just not not sustainable and leaves either injury of you or injury to the armor so it, it is a give and take with that process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, um, and it, you say, you know, cause I, I noticed that, um, and it's going to be interesting to see how it comes together and how everything works for Kayla and for Kat here, because you're absolutely right. Like I looked at your Instagram pro- profile and like, it's not that old. Like, you know, you have some people who like their profiles, like cosplays and everything go back years. And that's why I was like, kind of like amazed that you're like, you've only been doing it for two months because, 
some of the like like the stuff you're putting out looks phenomenal. I mean, I'm absolutely blown away by it. Um, has it just been like a lot of plugging away at it and just like really being determined to get it right, or do you just seem feel like you have a natural knack for it? I feel like it's a little bit of both. I'm just one of those people who just like refuse to be bad at things. So I just I'm, I'm like competitive with myself. I'm like, no, I'm really like picky. I need to make it perfect. Um, but there's also so much stuff out there. Like there's so many resources. People ask me, I'm not, I am by no means an expert, but I get lots of messages from people asking me and I'm like, I mean, I try to give as many information as I can, but I also like point them out to like websites, like Etsy has a bunch of templates, like, like basic templates. If they want to make stuff, like there's so many videos, like, like it was easy to get into because there's just so much out there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, so with the templates, is it when it comes to, like your future works and stuff, do you feel like you'd probably go that route as like buying a template and then like cutting the foam to shape it? Or would you try to like freehand a lot of your future projects? Uh, I think it depends on how complex I'm trying to get. Um, next time I make Mando armor, which I know there's going to be a next time because I said, no, I'm only going to make these two, but I know I'm going to make more. Um, I kind of want to make it a little more customized to me because uh, the previous template that I used doesn't really fit me all that well. So I think I'm just going to like start freehanding. Um, but for very like highly detailed, complicated uh, characters, and I'm, I'm going to have to get the templates. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we all start too. And like, like we said, when it comes to foam, there's a lot of skill involved in trying to do all those inter- intricate details. You'd be looking like easily at Half a year, year-long project is for like one suit of armor. Mm-hmm. I'm just hoping that I can continue on with the EVA foam and get to Kat's level so that the two of us can help Kayla with hers. Kayla, the, the, like when this is on YouTube, do you want me to like put up a picture of the armor that you want or are you still keeping hush-hush on that? I'm keeping hush-hush on it for right now. I went to CG Trader to commission it out. And it like just the files alone, I'll probably be spending a couple hundred dollars on. Um, so I'm going to try to make it everything first, mostly 3D printed, besides for that chest piece, which obviously is the biggest piece. Um, but when we get to that point, that's probably when we can like, we can make another episode related to more like foam working or like what's hot because i know like methods and stuff are they're constantly changing of what's the best of the best what best paint to be using yada 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 (laughs) yeah sorry folks you don't get to see you're gonna have to wait for the debut um but she has shown it to me and i'm telling you it is insanely intricate like i think you're outside your mind but if you pull it off it will be it will be stellar thank you (laughs) (laughs) so the um you've done um You've done a Mandalorian um, and you say that you want to do future Mandalorians. Do you have like, are you like one of those things where like you want to like make up a Mandalorian that you want to do? Do you have a specific one that you're like, oh, I really want to do that one? Well, the two that I've done were like original characters. Um, I might just do like Bo-Katan in the future just because she's such an iconic character. Um I don't know. Like, I just love her so much. I would like to just have a book of that armor just laying around and be able to put it on whenever I want. <laughs> um, <laughs> I need I to know. talk. I need to talk Kayla into doing one of those after she's done with her like crazy work as to do a Bo-Katan because that would be awesome. Yeah. But 
next year. Yeah, uh, I'm assuming you've watched Star Wars Clone Wars. <laughs> okay okay good then i need your help because kayla hasn't and that is just eating away at me it okay. bothers me so let, much <laughs> let me preface i'm not a huge fan of animated works um and it's hard for me to watch like, especially anything that's related to more like <laughs> sounds bad but like disney stuff like yes i'll watch but even then i'm just kind of like eh. but when i get some more of like intense storylines that are animated my brain just wants to see a real person so that's why i haven't really chose to watch it but it's on the, the to-do list <laughs> it should be mm-hmm. um i mean i actually didn't get into it until i was like older i remember when it came out i was like in high school or something like that and i was like i'm not gonna be watching cartoons cartoons are stupid um but I kind of forced myself to watch it in the beginning. And after a while, you really get so into it. And I, I'm the same way. I don't watch cartoons. I feel like if it's a serious storyline, I need human beings. But after a while, you almost see the characters as if they were human in your mind. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's that's not cartoon Anakin. That's Anakin. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy. But it works. I promise. Watch it. <laughs> Okay, I'll give it a go. I'll let you guys know when I watch it too. It might be a little bit of some series to work through, but it will be, oh, it'll be on the list already. Now. Yeah. Once you get done with Letter Kenny, hop onto it. Um, that's so funny that you say you didn't get it into, into it until you were older. Uh, <laughs> what uh, what year did that premiere? Two thousand four. I want to say no. What? Yeah, Is that it correct? had to be because I was really. I think episode three came out in like well maybe it was like oh five. Um. This is going to be embarrassing to me. I just know it. Uh, once I see it, 2008. 2008. And I, I was already 28 by then. So, <laughs> and I actually didn't get into it later either. I remember when the first season came out, and I, being 28 years old, I watched like the first like few episodes and I'm like, this is so childish. Like, I am not even going to waste my time with this. Um, and it wasn't until years later that I came back in. As somebody who, like, you can see my background and how much I'm an Ahsoka Tano fan, I spent, like, the first two seasons hating her guts. Like, she was such an annoying little brat. And I'm like, well, this somebody off this kid, please, so we can get on with the story. But Clone Wars, the entire series is the growth of the character from being this, like, bratty, snippy Padawan to just being an absolute badass by season seven. I always thought she was cool. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I just relate to her. I'm also annoying and, and bratty, but uh, I, I I always thought she was super cool. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, we can say those are those aren't terrible qualities to have as we learn from watching <laughs> the show. Yeah, and any girl growing up, you know, life ain't easy. Sometimes we gotta be bratty and a little bitchy to get through it. <laughs> Damn right. Oh, world. We're just living in it. <laughs> and uh, believe me, us men are not giving it up easy. Like we we worked hard to dominate all this. We're not just going to hand it over. Um, that that took a weird turn. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> what have uh, what have you got next, Kayla? Um, so you know, working. You, you mentioned the Mandalorian stuff that you're you're working towards next. When it comes to projects, like you know, obviously Star Wars is your your passion. 
Uh, is there anything else in you know different realms outside of that that you're looking to explore either in the creation sides of things or you know watching being more a part of that kind of fandom outside of Star Wars? Well, I I always say that I don't really fit the nerdy person like checklist because I really only like Star Wars. Like I'm not a big anime fan. I've never seen Lord of the Rings, Star Trek, like any other stuff. Um, but I do have this anime convention that I'm going to be going to in the fall. So I, I needed to come up with like an anime character that I wanted to be. Um, I don't watch a lot of anime these days. I did like back when I was like, like middle school, maybe. So I picked this very nostalgic character for, for me. I don't know if you guys have seen Digimon. It was like the Walmart version of Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually I think maybe liked it and stuck with that longer than the actual Pokemon series. Granted, that's been going on for eons, but yeah, no, I did too. I did too, but I I always had like this idea. Like, I felt like everybody else was just into Pokemon and nobody really liked Digimon. But I'm kind of I've discovered that a lot of people were into Digimon. So I'm doing this one character from that show i don't even know how to say it properly because it's been like ages since i saw it but it's like angel woman so she's kind of like this angel with like angel wings and like this armor thing oh yeah and she was my fave mine too <laughs> <laughs> mine too so i'm not going like as a like a like a, i don't i'm not going for like a mainstream anime character from like a show that i don't even watch i'm just like bringing back character from my nostalgia yeah that, that's a good place to get started too and that i've explored that as well because i'm not really a huge anime person either but for a good chunk of time like a solid two years that was all that i watched but that was like way back in the day um so i would literally have to rewatch everything but you know it's nice that you're trying to get back into it and rediscover it because you know you enjoyed it for a reason as a kid and then, you know, that will help so you don't limit yourself moving forward. Like going to those cons, they have great experiences. You meet wonderful creators. Yes. I haven't gone to an like anime specific con either at this point, but it's something I would like to explore one day, which means I have to take that same journey. So it's, you know, it's, it's nice though, rediscovering your childhood and kind of dipping your toes back in the water. Mm-hmm. You guys are totally outside my wheelhouse. I haven't, I have never seen Digimon or Pokemon like at all. Sorry. It's going to be a Digimon Go instead of Pokemon Go. We're just going <laughs> to unite and be like, screw Pokemon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I like that. You, you know, one question I had, you know, I think remember when I was looking through your profile, um, it looks like you, you've made more of a presence on TikTok, right? Uh, apparently yeah. I, I i think tiktok likes me i don't i hate tiktok so much just as a concept i don't like it it's it's so much like it's so overwhelming and overstimulating i don't get i i don't scroll on tiktok i hate it but whenever i make a video for instagram i also put it on tiktok and it does really well over there yeah i don't know why what what is the you know we are more versatile than instagram when it comes to how we share our material granted we're, we're also dipping our toes in the water for tiktok so what what is the fan base like over there what kind of um 
how how are you like specifically received other than just people liking you? Like, do they comment a lot or do they ask you for requests or like, how does that work? I feel like I get more comments on TikTok. I, I get more comments on TikTok, but not so much like engagement, like messages and questions or anything. I feel like most of my like messages and connections that I've made have been on Instagram. I feel like TikTok is just like everything is so fast. And there's just so much content and information that you just, you like it. Maybe you leave a comment, you move on. You don't actually engage with the creator all that much. Um, <laughs> I feel like Instagram is with the, like the social network for that. Yeah, that makes sense. I kind of figured the case, even from my own experience, you just kind of scroll to scroll or if you're looking for something in particular, it might look like a hashtag. But, you know, I do see a lot of unique ventures into TikTok where people, when they're doing cosplay stuff, obviously on Instagram, you only see the photos. But I feel like TikTok takes it a step further, like where people are doing more like role playing type situations or like acting as the character and like a lot of thirst traps are going on, which I think is so funny. Um, and people are like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but um, TikTok seems to be the place for that versus like more portfolio esque type photos or reels for um, Instagram. Yeah. Agreed. The um, in Instagram is wonderful. I, I think when it comes to that, like you're absolutely right. Like TikTok, I, I'm the same way. Like I have a love hate relationship with TikTok. Like I think we've all been through the thing where I've like, you know, there have been times in the past where I've sat on TikTok and then all of a sudden it's like two in the morning and I'm like, what am I doing? Like this is insane, you know, because you just end up down the swipe rabbit hole, just blah, 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 blah. Um, but you're right, it moves so fast. And the thing that I do like about Instagram, and I realize I'm going to sound like an old fuddy duddy when I say this, is that there's a bit more time to like see stuff and like engage in you know, comment. And uh, for the most part, at least I believe anyway, the cosplay community exists on Instagram. Um, the amount of mm -hmm. people that I've met really got, I mean, heck, I met Kayla through Instagram and we're like best buddies and hang out in real life. And um, if that wouldn't happen, if it weren't for Instagram, the amount of other people that I've met and I know Kayla's met and probably you two have met um, through Instagram, because there's so much more time to like, you know, scroll through and see what people have posted and then see their stories and see like their works in progress and what else it is they're working on and cons that they've been to. Whereas like, you're right. Like TikTok is just like, bam, 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 bam. It's just like rapid fire of all this different stuff, just firing at you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it's, it can be a little difficult when it comes to what audience you're looking for. Cause I feel like when it comes to Instagram, you do have a little bit more of the the creative community who wants to help others create and connect and all that good stuff. But TikTok definitely does, does tend to be more of a just like, here's what I did. Do you like it? Do you not continue move forward? <laughs> uh, but it, either, either way, both are really great platforms to like, I've gotten so much more inspiration from TikTok than Instagram, believe it or not, you know, seeing people, you know, I, I like to go to TikTok more for tutorials versus YouTube and that's not even just for cosplay that's for recipes that's for making stuff flipping furniture what have you um people are so crafty and I know that's probably gonna be like the new YouTube one day but um yeah it, it, it can take a while to navigate what kind of platform works best for your interests mm -hmm. yeah and the you know in TikTok it's like I feel like everything is in one second intervals like if something doesn't grab your attention in the first second, you scroll past it, you scroll past it. Whereas Instagram, you're like, you're, well, first of all, Instagram, it's, you know, people you follow. 
you know, whereas like TikTok, yeah, it's people you follow, but the algorithm is always like chucking new stuff at you like constantly. And it ends up so crowded that I don't know if you either of you end up with this. I'll be like a week. I won't be on TikTok. And then when I get on, like the algorithm is just flying a bunch of stuff right at my face. And it almost feels a little bit overwhelming. You're like, oh, here's like, you know, three videos in a row that somebody you follow posted in the last, you know, week since you've been on. And it just, it, it does. I think you're right. It feels so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, um, <clears throat> so other than, so you have, well, I, this is where we're going to get into like your con experiences. Cause Kayla and I are like avid con goers. We, we love it. And we're, even then we're like, we're what, like three months away from our like first anniversary. We went to dragon con last year, last September. And that was our first yes. like joint con. Um, so you said that you like started with EVA phone cause you were going to a con. Um, have you been a regular con attendee since then? I have, I have, and I have like my whole, like the rest of the year, just like packed with conventions. Like I'm really stressed out. My boss probably hates me because I'm asking for all this time off to just go out of town. And she'll she'll always ask me like, where are you going? Like, you already know where I'm going. Like, why are you asking? What? uh, Yeah, no, I I love it. (laughs) What all cons do you have coming up? Um... I really want to make it to the San Antonio Comic Con and car show in July, but I probably won't. Um, but I'm going to Galaxy Con in Austin. I think that's August, September. And then there's another one. I think it's Superhero Comic Con in San Antonio as well. And then I have the Anime Expo in September. I don't know. There's a long list. I have like a little <laughs> Excel like document with all my trips. <laughs> Perfect. I'm um, jealous. I get me and Finch have talked about the dilemma that I have, which is I get one day off a month, aka twelve days off in a year. Um which which stinks. <laughs> like I love my job, it's great, but like that means you know, I, especially coming into the job, like I use all my time off and then like next year, but yeah, it's like, okay, you get one option. If you don't want to do anything fun for yourself, like, and that, that sounds bad, but like, if you don't want to go on a trip to see family or go to a different state or a different country, then you get your one opportunity to go to like a con. Um, I, I strive to one day open a private practice and to be able to be like, yeah, I'm just going to go every weekend do whatever i want go to a con oh that sounds perfect yeah yeah and if we could recommend one it's it it is WonderCon. would you agree kayla yeah i had the most most fun there most people that i've been wanting to meet um great atmosphere calm you have calm spots you know away from the scene which for me i get socially overwhelmed super easy um especially like I did go to the Orlando Comic-Con um, and while there were so many great things and it's a humongous building, like it took us like a mile and a half or almost two miles to get from where we parked to where we needed to get into the building. Um, and that was close parking. That was in event parking. So that's crazy. Um, and that was with a shortcut as well. So that building, you can see about how big that was. Um, and people were shoulder to shoulder um in the humongous building um and so I, I i had nowhere to really go and there was no service in the building either which really sucked because when i was trying to meet people and connect with them you couldn't 
send messages or anything until you were out of the building and then trying to meet with someone it was it was impossible but I did meet my first ever internet friend um that I met when I was like I don't know 12 or 13 we re reunited and then I moved here and she was living in Orlando we're like let's meet here and it, it was so super cool but yeah that's um having space to go for a con is really important which is where WonderCon was like a night and day difference and it was so much more relaxing um you could take a lot of a lot of your own time to do whatever you wanted mm -hmm. so yeah if you ever get a chance WonderCon, anaheim california in my mind of course i haven't been to like san diego comic-con or like that one but WonderCon's like the mecca like we've decided that like no matter what every year kayla and i are going to make WonderCon happen and she lives in florida and i live in illinois and we both just decided like mm -hmm. that weekend we got to do it we're going to fly there we're going to get an airbnb we're going to rent a big ass van and drive around California. Um, it was so much fun. I'll have to go next year. Yeah. 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 We're, yeah start planning now. We're going to hold you to it. I will like either Kayla or I will check in every month. How are the plans coming? How are the plans? Oh, God. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. We'll leave. I'll even, no, 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 no. We'll even post on our Instagram stories. Hey, guys. Go DM Cat. Tell her to get working on her WonderCon plans. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> Kayla, uh, do you still have um, the list of rapid fire questions? I. Or do you need me to text it to you? I need you to text it to me. So we we like to have the the end of our podcast with our guest. Uh, we started this new segment, which is pretty much like a rapid rapid fire question with like, if you want to elaborate, you can. Otherwise, it's just to get a little bit more information based on your interests, what you like, um, you know, just some fun sides of everything. So, um, Finch, do you want to start? I'll let you start because I started the whole podcast, so I'm going to let you take a first swing. True, true. Okay, so favorite superhero? The Hulk. <laughs> Good choice. If you had to explain a quick response, why? <laughs> That's Mark why I don't because of Mark Ruffalo, that's that's oh. that's, 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 that's fair. He's yes. cute. <laughs> you know, he does not get enough credit, but he is cute. He, he is so cute. I like the the smart, cute nerd. Hell yeah! Oh yeah! All right. Um, what superpower would you like to have, and why? Mm, I like to read minds. Ooh! I would love to read minds, but I wouldn't tell anyone that I can read minds. Oh, would you have control over when you would be reading the minds? Oh, I yeah, that'd be nice. I <laughs> there's some people whose thoughts I do not want to hear. Yeah, I was thinking that too, especially <laughs> at like a sporting event. I feel like that would just be like way too loud. No, um, I would die. Yes, uh, Sith or Jedi? Jedi. Very good. Mm -hmm. We're um this is the second time we've done this and the first two times it's both been Jedi. I'm getting a little concerned about our caliber of guests we're having on here. Um <laughs> <laughs> what is um I, I know you've uh, only been in for a short time, but what is your craziest con experience? Um thinking. Uh that's my thinking face, guys. Uh, well, Crazy good, crazy either one. or crazy bad. E either one. Do both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, crazy bad. Um, I went to the South Texas Comic Con and 
it was my first time going like in full armor, like full costume. Like I was committed. Um, I was there from like the time they opened to the time they closed. I didn't have a single sip of water or any food. And as soon as I got out, I basically passed out for like three days. It was horrible. I was so dehydrated. I know better. I, I knew better. I knew that I should have been drinking water. I didn't. It was horrible. It was like a con hangover. It was horrible. You, you'll get those. We we talk about that often on the pod. How do people pee like in Iron Man suits? And none of them do. No one pees ever. And no one drinks water ever. Which I really, as a dietitian, should take the time to do a study and figure out how the rates of dehydration go. And if anyone gets hospitalized. I'm sure it's insane. I'm yeah. sure they do. They have to. Yeah. Yeah. People who are probably, well, who knows? It is a, a league of people who probably used to drink Mountain Dew uh, rather than actual, <clears throat> that's pointed at Finch, by the way, <laughs> uh, rather than, you know, actual water. So maybe they're already trained to be slightly dehydrated in the first place. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, favorite, you know, the question says favorite place on earth, but it can also be favorite place, not on earth, as in like any kind of realm that you've you know, read about, watched, anything that you, you would fit for that. It's crazy. Um, I want to say I have, did you guys play Jedi Survivor? Yes, I have. When, at the at the very end when you get to Tantalor, it's just so beautiful. Everything is like this little like purple like color and like it's like shiny. That's like I would like to put a little house in Tantalor and live there and nobody bother me. Oh, see now I'm excited because I hadn't quite gotten to that point yet. <laughs> and no, you didn't ruin anything. I mean you figure you're going to Tantalor, like it's either gonna like be, I'm so sorry. They're gonna get there and the place is like a total wasteland, or they're gonna get there and it's gonna be paradise. And I was assuming so paradise sorry. and it has a happy ending. I'm right in the like Darth Vader fight of that. And I've been oh. putting it off for a couple days because um, I've been busy. But now I like as soon as it's done, I want to go like sit down I'm and so finish sorry. that game. So I can see it. Yeah, you should be. This is that's just unacceptable that you didn't know that I hadn't finished it. <laughs> hey, it was actually my fault. I'm the one who asked the question the wrong way. Whoops. I'm sorry. I, I blame both of you. My joy is ruined in life. Um, okay. I, and again, I know you've only uh, been uh, cosplaying for a short amount of time. But the next question is um, cringiest cosplay or con moment that you've experienced? Um, well, I was a Soka for Fan Expo in Dallas. And uh, I mean, I don't have, I'm, I'm there, I feel like I'm a nice person. And everybody that comes say hi to me, I'll say hi to them. And if they like the character, I'll be as nice as I can possibly be. Because I mean, it's it's cool. It's a really cool interaction. But there was this one guy, and he was dressed as Anakin, and he basically shoved his phone on my face, and he's like, "Can I can I record a quick little video of you?" And I was like, "Like sure, like I'll just I'll wave." And he's like, "Can you say hello, master?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, no," I just walked away. Yes, what? What? I'm like I, I get it, Ahsoka, Anakin. No. Yeah, that went to a totally different place. <laughs> like I know, and he was he was nice up to that moment. He's like, "Can I record a quick video?" Yes. 
can you say hello master no no god no 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 especially you don't know what people do with those you know we we had a moment me and finch did where we're seeing people who took pictures of other types of people and we're like we know that that's going to be utilized in the spank bank later and i feel like that was uh that was material for that yeah (laughs) i'm so glad i didn't say it because i was hyped at first and i feel like if i didn't stop for a second and think i would have said it so i'm glad i didn't say it yeah yeah Yeah, running into an ahsoka cosplayer and wanting to make a short video of them i could think of a million other things that'd be cool like to say in a video instead of hello master like (laughs) yeah you could just have been like demonic and be like hello No, because then yeah, he's probably, like, no, he's probably got a dark Ahsoka fantasy. And that's like, yeah, this is this definitely hit high on the cringe meter. I'm so excited that this that you you told us this. Like oh, that is so yeah. bad. It was buried in the back of my mind. I was like, I'm never gonna have to repeat this story again. I, I we thank were, you for relieving like yeah, thanks yeah. for reliving your trauma. Sorry about that. No yeah, problem. yeah. We're even for the Tantalor thing. Awesome. Um <laughs> I feel so bad about that. It's quite okay. All right. uh... And yes, the last question of the day. uh, Weirdest DM you've ever got? Oh, God. Instagram, TikTok. I get lots of really nice DMs. Like, I... That's that's heartwarming. Because people are so nice. Once people are so nice, it's a bit... and I really, I really hope that this person does not see this episode. But I, I got a message from this one guy after I found Expo Dallas, and I know, I know where he knows me from. I know exactly what con he saw me at, and that's like when he started following me. And he's and he's like, "Hey, it was great seeing you at Fan Expo Dallas. I'm, I'm so glad I got to see you and I got to take a picture with you." And I was thinking, like, no. You're not you're not from Dallas. And I'm pretty sure I didn't take a picture with you this past weekend. But he's he keeps telling me, like, yeah, I was there, I saw you. <laughs> so it's really but weird. Show me the picture. I'm like, were yeah. you there? <laughs> Did you see me and I didn't see you? But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he it, took a picture. It was he, really weird. He took a picture with you and you didn't even know it. Yeah, that's not, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's not creepy. <laughs> I'm just sleeping in my hotel room and he's just like Whoa. I got the best shot of you. The lighting was a little awful, but and I made it work. <laughs> he works at the hotel. Oh god! Hot twist. <laughs> Could be. Yeah, Kayla. I've never asked you this. What's the uh, what's the weirdest DM you've ever gotten? Um, that's a good question. Because as soon as I read through like a line that seems off to me, I block and delete. Um, like I do not give them the time of day, but. Um, I, I think I, I've just gotten the generics, like people wanting to be like my sugar daddy or mommy. I've had a couple of those. Um, actually there was one, um, that was eliciting my support in a threesome, um, uh, when someone figured out that I bat for both teams and I'm like, sorry, <laughs> I can barely, I have ADHD. I can't even focus on one person, much less multiple, but no, that's not even in my my realm of desire anyway. Um, and it was weird because 
I, the person, it was like never someone I had met. So I'm like, how are we doing this? Skype call? Zoom? <laughs> I didn't say any of that, but that's what my brain was thinking of like running through all the scenarios. Like, how did this even start? Um, or how did someone find me to the point of thinking this in their head? The audacity. Yeah. The audacity. Like, I'm flattered that two people are interested. Mm-hmm. Not just one. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's pretty That's good. Nice. Yeah. I don't think yeah. I'd ever heard that before. That's cool. I mean, yeah, it's not cool, the, but it's the cool. last time you hear about that. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going to bring it up again in the future. I promise. Um, that's that's yeah, and it's unfortunate. I realize I'm speaking to the masses here, but um, the people of the female persuasion, like sometimes you guys just get inundated with that. I've only ever gotten mm-hmm. one, and I cherished it because I only ever got one. And I'm like, <laughs> I have a creepy fan. That's so cool. Like you know, I was like, I'm not gonna say his name, other than the fact that, you know, well, yeah, he was just. He really liked my Red Guardian cosplay. He really liked it. And he wanted to have a whole conversation about it. And I just like, I'm like, this is like breaking new ground for me. Like, this is like, I know, I know so many people um, who are women who are cosplayers who just talk about how they're, sometimes their inbox is just filled. Like, they just get tired of looking at it, opening it up, even reading what's in there. And I was so excited. I got one. I got one, guys. Like, <laughs> print it out, put it on the fridge. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to frame it. I'm like, this guy. Let me tell you about it. I might actually meet him. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, we are we are right up against the clock. Um, uh, so we got another episode in the bank. Um, we cannot thank Cat uh, enough for taking the time to come on this podcast. It was so great to to meet you. Um, and yeah, you're just a couple months into this thing. So I'm like, I know we're both like really excited for like where you're going to go with this and like getting to watch like your stuff progress. And, and we're going to hold you to that WonderCon thing. I'll be there. Just remind me because I'll forget, but I'll be there. <laughs> I'll remind you the day before, like, hey, you're coming, right? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to get out of here, folks. Uh, I am Finch with Nerdy AF. This is Kayla with Nerdy AF. want to thank Kat again so much for coming on the show, and uh, we will talk to you all yeah. next time. <laughs>